Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week we reviewed the 2019 movie The Peanut Butter Falcon, starring Zach Gutsagan, Dakota Johnson, and Shia LaBeouf. We talked about the chemistry between Zach and Tyler in this adventure. I mispronounced Shia's name multiple times, saying LaBeouf and LaBeouf. We go to Romance Corner and talk about Eleanor and Tyler. Should they be together? We talk about one of our maybe favorite character names, the Saltwater Redneck. (laughs) All this and more at Movies on the Side. This week, we reviewed the 2019 movie, The Peanut Butter Falcon, starring Zach Gutsagan, Dakota Johnson, and Shia LaBeouf. Is that how you say Shia LaBeouf, Nate? <laughs> Shia LaBeouf? I never know. I never know. I'm going to call him a different name every time. Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf. <sighs> Nate, I had seen this movie swirling around for a little while, and people were saying it's an amazing movie, and it was one of those movies where I knew I would enjoy it, but it took me a while to see it. You know, you ever have that feeling? Yeah, I know exactly. I still have not seen Dunkirk, uh, even though I know it is Christopher Nolan and it will be right up my alley. But I just haven't nice. gotten around to watch it for whatever reason. Steven, this is strange that you saw this floating around because before you brought it up last week mm-hmm. that we should watch it for this week, I had never heard of this movie in my life. Really? <laughs> now, I thought, oh, it's a brand new movie. No, it's 2019. It's 2019. I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it entirely. Here's why I, it took me a while to see it. Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, as an actor, I don't know about your context for Shia LaBeouf. Even Stevens, Transformers. Right. The end. Right. See, that's the thing. And Transformers, you know, it's not all his fault. I mean, those, those are rough scripts. <laughs> those are... You know, all lens flares, basically. Could I say something? Yeah, go ahead. I think Shia LaBeouf as Sam Witwicky is great in the Transformers movies. He does as best he can. I will give you that. I mean, he does not He does not take away from the movie. Oh, I have one more Shia LaBeouf. I know, I have two more Shia LaBeouf references that I knew him from okay. before this. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Holes. Oh, I never saw it. Your shovel is your measuring stick. Okay. And then the other one that I knew him from was Indiana Jones. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, I didn't. I totally forgot about that. Yep. He played Mutt. He also was in that Eagle Eye movie, like that government uh, Big Brother oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of a, that was kind of a fun flick. Yeah, I don't know if I saw the whole thing. Anyway, Shia LaBeouf, mixed expectations coming in. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say this. Before the spoiler horn, for those who maybe have not seen it but are considering, this movie really made me love Shia LaBeouf. Right. I really, really enjoyed his performance in this movie. I believed him, and it was incredibly heartwarming, and I didn't know Shia LaBeouf could do that. And he was great. And I just wanted to say that up right at the set. Absolutely. It made me go, okay, I know you've been sort of on the outs in Hollywood, whether from his own, on his own doing, (laughs) or because of something, some gatekeepers, I don't know. But it did make me go like... I need to see you in more movies. Yeah, I agree. Now, have you ever seen that the skit, the uh, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf? No. <laughs> is that the one where he yells, just do it? No, this a is motivational like, one. This is like some weird... Let me tell you something. This movie stars Zach Godsagan, who has Down syndrome. They found Zach before this movie... And wrote this movie around Zach. Oh, man. Who plays a character named Zach in this movie. His performance 
when coupled with Shia LaBeouf's performance, made me care so much about his character and was so, so heartwarming, so oozing with goodness, I guess. Yes. That I think I texted you several times during this movie while I was watching it and said, like, if anything happens to Zach during this movie, <laughs> so help me. Uh, what is your name? That is a very cool name. Zach Sagan is incredible in this movie. So he, in real life, has Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, plays a character also with Down syndrome. Right. You know, I do not have anyone in my family with Down syndrome. I have a distant relative. But, you know, I, I think there was some news around the movie because it does use the r word you know as it's right said kind of in the culture and it does use it it uses it very i would say effectively to jar you right especially nowadays like sadly unfortunately was used a lot as slur back in like elementary school times for me i remember yeah it's similar to how the harriet tubman movie used the n-word is just like it used it sparingly but oh when it used it it was like it was meant to show you like take a look at you know what this person faces and look at like how one word can just like carry so much i'd say evil but i don't know the better term for it hatred right so the premise of this movie zach the character is in a nursing home not really in a mental health facility so he's no, but it's just where they could put him. Apparently, it takes place in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. He wants to become a professional wrestler. He has this one video of a wrestler called the Saltwater Redneck, which is hilarious. Played by Thomas Hayden Church, who is great. <laughs> he was so great, and we have to talk about his scenes after the spoiler horn. To go to Saltwater Redneck Wrestling School. Everybody's gonna say Zach is awesome. He escapes the nursing home right at the beginning, which I love the old guy that helps him escape and then who plays yes. dumb after the fact. Yes. <laughs> so good. He says, just put this butter all over your body and then you can slip mm-hmm. right through the, the bars. So good. And so he escapes and he escapes and he runs into Tyler, Shia LaBeouf's character. And he is like, his character is so. Interesting to me. I mean, his character is this down and out, like, fisherman guy who keeps breaking the law, breaking the rules, stealing from other fishermen, like, making enemies. And even at the beginning of the movie, he, where he, like, sets fire to, like, one of his competitors' stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but in that moment, I was like, no, don't do that, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're messing yourself up. You're making an enemy. And, you know, even right from the beginning, somehow it made me want to root for his success even though i barely knew him it was i don't know he did a great job kind of setting up that character right from the beginning he really embodies that sort of outer banks a guy who you could just see like wading through the reeds of these like marshes and and these uh intercoastals he uh, there's something about his i would say costume but like that frayed hat, the hat yes those jean shorts and like that shirt like, that's really all it was. And, like, the dirt. He was, like, dirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, his facial hair. There's something about that, probably plus his performance, where I was... I did not see just, like, oh, you're a character who's just, like, dressed up like this. You really embody this guy who's just, like, bringing in crab traps. 
right. and just dreaming of a of a day where he can charter big fishing expeditions in i don't know jupiter what did he say someplace in florida yeah yes yes i think jupiter florida he wants to go but it was just so interesting i will say that the old guy that he is like working with Mm -hmm. to fish he was probably the weakest character in the whole movie but yeah he's only in it for a scene yeah he wasn't in it long so zach after he escapes the nursing home in his underwear which is I don't know, hilarious, but also it's like, oh, goodness, yeah, what are you going to do? You have no clothes. Right. <laughs> like, how, right. do you, how do you go about this? And he runs into Tyler, who does not want to take on a companion on his journey or whatever. You know, he leaves him at first, but something makes him go back to help him. I don't know, it's not a long scenes or whatever, but I believed that too. That whole, like, I don't want to deal with this guy, right? but I also feel like I need to. <laughs> and then, right. And, and then comes the scene where a kid... Call Zach the R word. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what did you tell our listeners what Shia LaBeouf does? Shia, this kid is on a dock with Zach <laughs> telling him to jump off. And uh, Tyler runs up saying, you know, he can't swim. Right. Like, l- let him go. He can't swim. Right. This kid pushes him off the dock. Shia LaBeouf climbs up on this dock and just clocks a 12 <laughs> year old just right in the face. <laughs> And I told you in text form, I've never cheered for a grown man to punch a kid. And I probably never will again. But that kid... He deserved it. Man, he deserved it. It was such a visceral, like, whoa, that just happened. But then it was also like, well, that kid did call him the R word and then literally push him off the dock into the water. Almost kill him. Right. Yeah, like basically tried to kill him. So that was a very, like, guttural, whoa, goodness, that happened. Let's talk about Dakota Johnson for a second. Yes. I almost call her Dakota Fanning. That's a different Dakota. That's a, yeah, yeah. You got North Dakota, South Dakota. I had, I'm not sure if I'd ever seen her in something, but I know she was in the Fifty Shades of Grey series, was what she was. Oh, she was also in the social network. I have seen her in that. Oh, yeah. Okay. How did you, what did you think about her character? She plays Eleanor, who works volunteers at that uh, nursing home retirement facility. Right. And so she was kind of. Zach's friend in the nursing home, but really right. care, caretaker more so. And once Zach escapes, she's charged with finding him. And the, the owner of the nursing home is like the biggest jerk. Real piece of work. <laughs> yeah, he's a jerk. That guy was a little over the top for me. Yeah, he was a, a bit caricatured probably. Yes. Looks I... like all that family money of yours bought you a degree, but didn't get you no common sense. I don't think that oh, my... Don't speak. I think a lot of the... Some of the subtext, a little moral of the story behind it, is that one of the things is we don't have a great system for those with Down syndrome, um, for those who have other developmental delays, have a place if their family doesn't take care of them. And I I think it was jarring to be like, this guy is in a a place with 80-year-old men and women. Right, which oh, and also at the at the beginning when one of the older ladies like <laughs> go like goes along with a plan that Zach devised to escape by pretending to choke on something, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. But Eleanor, so she's the caretaker. So then she leaves to try and find Zach. There's a moment when Eleanor and Tyler, Shia LaBeouf's character, interact in a gas station. Mm-hmm. And there she seemed like almost too playful to actually be searching for a missing, like right. a missing person from the nursing home that she really needs to find. Like she feels a little too casual there. So you, uh, you graduated JMU or GW? GW? Yeah, yeah, you got that look about you. Oh yeah, what kind of look is that? You know, just uh, 
excited to be alive kind of look. What you doing up here? And then when she eventually finds Zach and Tyler. Are we getting too much into spoiler territory Yeah, here? we probably should. Okay. I'm worried that we're getting too far down the river, so to speak. <laughs> That's good. All right. So before we talk more about Eleanor, let's let's rate the movie. And then we can talk about more specifics. Okay. I would like to rate it on a scale of zero to five VHS tapes. Because that is what Zach watches Saltwater Redneck on, the wrestler, and makes him want to be... Saltwater Redneck. <laughs> that phrase gets me every time. <laughs> it's so funny. The way Zach says it, too. It's amazing. So anyway, I, I think I blew into the rating last time first. So, Nate, what are you going to give the Peanut Butter Falcon? I'm going to give the Peanut Butter Falcon... I'm going to give it a four. Four VHS tapes. Yeah. Here's why. I think this movie is absolutely brilliant. I think it does what a movie should do. The pacing is excellent. The characters, other than maybe Shia LaBeouf's, <laughs> the old guy at the very beginning, yeah, yeah. the boss. acting is great throughout. The ending is okay. It doesn't... I think the ending probably brought it down a little bit for me. But it is just overall a great movie that i would recommend for anyone to see yeah i think it it won oh i don't have it in front of me it won an award um for like accurately showing uh what down syndrome is like there's like a representation award right by some by some group i'm very specific with all of this but like it really does treat down syndrome with there is humor but also like a type of care that yes. they take. Yes. Where it's like neither. I saw it in a review that someone wrote that like it is not exploitative. It is not using Down syndrome as a punchline. No. But it is also showing there is there is humor. Yes. And there is joy. Yes. With a character with Down syndrome and all of that that entails. And I think that if only for that, I think the movie would be worth giving a view. But the fact that surrounding Zach is an amazing Shia LaBeouf performance, yeah, I think it's really great. Now, do I want to see it again anytime soon? No. Right. It doesn't have the kind of rewatchability right now, but I would definitely circle back to this movie in 10 years or so. Yeah. You know, and I also think I would want my kids to see this one day. Yes. Because I think it is a great, again, representation. And I think it humanizes Rather than dehumanizes. Absolutely. I feel like Zach's character, like the way that he is, I don't know, it's just amazing to watch and it makes me go like, the next time I have an interaction with someone with Down syndrome, I feel like I would be just a sliver more aware or better. Yeah. And also, like just on a base level, Zach also performed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just like Shia LaBeouf has a performance, Zach performed too. And I would say he had a great performance. Yeah, You know, he was great in this movie, and I loved seeing him. You know, he was not just being himself. He was he was acting also. So so in this movie, Zach got taken. When he was asked by Shia LaBeouf, what is the first rule? He improvised the line, party, which is a, a hilarious line that wasn't in the script. But then they used it later on. I thought that was great. Like, yes. What's rule number one? Party? No, not party. No, it's not party. Don't slow me down. That's rule number one. Let's go. Come on. The the writers or directors, Tyler Nelson and Michael Schwartz, they met Zach, and he had said he wanted to be in some movies. He wanted to be an actor, 
and I think he's already a, a hilarious guy. And yeah, like his <laughs> his comedic timing in this movie is excellent. So yeah, I would say I understand why they were able to write and make a movie around that actor. Well, I guess I need to rate it. You do. I'm gonna give it just just for Tom's benefit. I'm gonna give this a four and a quarter. Four point two five. I want to go a little above four, and I really think people should see it. You know, like you said, the rewatchability not right away. I think one day I'd like to see this again, again, with my kids maybe. But I really think you, as a listener, should see it. I think it's a good and important movie. You know, I, I and again, seeing Zach's performance, it's just yeah, I just loved it. And it, yes, he was hilarious. Whitney loved this movie too. You know, there's few movies that my wife really really enjoys and i think she really Mm -hmm. enjoyed this one and like we both laughed like you said when he says what's what's first rule he's at party (laughs) like we laughed (laughs) and then like knowing that line was improv and shia labeouf like just going with it like kudos to shia labeouf too because he was like yeah all right fine yeah that's rule number one party yeah (laughs) it's just so good all right let's talk about specifics here's the spoiler horn all right so now, so no, now. I, no, I start. Go. I start okay, now. Okay, Let's okay. talk about Tyler and Eleanor romance corner. Yeah. Because yeah. I would say Dakota Johnson as Eleanor, partly I think she's great in some aspects. And then in other aspects, the Tyler-Zach connection is so strong that I feel like, oh, you don't no, you don't need to join them on their adventure. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. see you at the right. end. But, I, but what do you think about Tyler and Eleanor's romantic connection their first gas station encounter it was hit and miss like she seemed too flippant to really be searching for zach a missing person and he seemed a little creepy and he seemed a little creepy but taking out the fact that she was searching for zach a missing person like some of the interactions was okay the biggest part that i have an issue with is when she actually finds zach and tyler together on the beach Yep. With the van, and then Zach throws her keys into the water, mm-hmm. and she just seemingly agrees to go with them on this raft. I don't believe that. Yes. Like, I don't believe that she would do that. Yes. I think her reactions to bad things happening to her are pull my hair back in frustration, kind of run my hands through my hair. <sighs> what am I going to do? And then that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. it. Yeah. After that moment, I enjoyed the interactions with her, Zach and Tyler. Here, bud. I've got it. Thank you. He could do it. He could put his own shirt on. He's 22 years old. Thank you. I've got it. We're good now. Yes, but her getting to that point, like you said, is a bit of a stretch. I would have loved maybe a slightly different way that she would go on this journey. Like, here's what I would have liked. This is me being backseat director. Yeah. But I think... If Zach had convinced her, I don't want to go back. Right. I want to go to this place. And he says, like, basically convinces her, this is my dream to go here. Like, let me do this. Yeah. And she is won over by Zach and goes, like, okay, I can stall for two days. But after this, you do have to go back, Zach. Like, that sort of thing. And Zach agrees to that. Yeah. That feels like a, okay, she goes on the adventure. Not... The company van, her keys get thrown in the water. Right. Because also, like, she still had a cell phone, and I'm like, she should just call the police. Like, if she was really wanting to get Zach back. I'm not sure if I would trust Zach. I <laughs> I actually was <laughs> meaning to talk about Tyler Shia LaBeouf, which, to be honest, 
Zach Efron may be second choice for this role. <laughs> I've seen him with a beard in his Travel the, the World That's true. show. Is that good? Is that a good show? No, I've only seen the trailers. <laughs> oh, okay. I've, I forgot that they were trying to not notify law enforcement because they didn't want it on the record. So I guess right. somewhat believable she didn't call the cops. But yeah, I, I feel like I wish they would have started that journey differently. And I wish that we would have had more scenes of her being very reluctant to go on it. Like she seemed very bought in shortly after getting on that raft. She is, but this is the sort of, sort of the shorthand scene when they're on the raft and Shia LaBeouf is having that conversation with her while Zach puts his head in the water to hold yes. his breath. <laughs> yes. And then he catches the fish and everything. Yes. I thought that scene was a very interesting... That was kind of part... Of her quick heel turn, yes, from concerned caretaker to oh, hey, this I'm gonna let this guy do a little bit of living. Okay, yeah. lunch. Zach, did you just catch that with your hands? Yeah, and I I liked that scene. Tyler says to Eleanor, "Stop talking to him like uh, the R word again." Mm-hmm. Zach's head is underwater, so he can't hear. And Eleanor's like, "I've never called him that." But and then Tyler persists, like, but you're treating him like that. And I thought that was a very a good and like interesting interaction to kind of tease that out. Right. And to maybe show people that like just because you don't say a word doesn't mean you are acting as though you're saying the word. <laughs> you know? Right. And I think that goes for a lot of words. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's a great point. I also think this movie does a lot of it doesn't say necessarily like this is exactly the way uh you should treat someone. With uh, developmental uh, disabilities. Right. But it does give you a lot of food for thought of like, you know, how much autonomy and how much freedom do you do you give someone who truly couldn't take care of themselves? Right. And I think it brings up, it asks a lot of questions in the way that it presents it. It doesn't necessarily force answers to you. Right. But I think the conversation that it starts about yeah, what does that look like for someone who, you know, can't live on their own and, and shouldn't right. live on their own. A couple of scenes that I thought were hilarious was the baptism scene when they run into the, the, <laughs> the blind the, guy, the, the blind guy in the woods. That was hilarious. That's, you know, before they that's how they build the raft. They take his stuff. I know you was white. I could smell your mile off. Is your God being? Yep. We're good. Can we just say real quick because that that one had some great music. Yes. The the music choices in this, yes. I I was loving it. Yes, I loved all that. And also the scene that we get the title of the movie from is when they're at night on the beach. It's just Tyler and Zach, and Tyler is finally trying to help Zach train, and so he's lifting a tree and doing all this, and they're coming up with his wrestler name. And he wipes the peanut butter on his face, literal peanut butter, and he calls himself the Peanut Butter Falcon. And like seeing that interaction, and we kind of know this backstory that Shia LaBeouf's character like lost a brother, and we kind of have that in the background. Do we ever know that happened because he fell asleep at the wheel? Is that what we are to believe? Yes, I think that's what the flashbacks told us, that he, you know, his brother died because Shia LaBeouf fell asleep at the wheel and there was okay. a car accident. Yeah. Okay. And so I, I think... You know, I, I buy that. I believe it. You know, just like Shia LaBeouf's older brother took care of him and was his support. Right. Like, he is now doing that for Zach. And I believed him. And, like, that that whole night scene when he's becoming the Peanut Butter Falcon is, uh, I don't know, it's kind of heartwarming. I enjoyed it. You want me slick? <laughs> the Peanut Butter Falcon! 
I kept worrying, and maybe this is the like the Eleanor side of me, but I kept worrying that in that scene he was going to like fall into the fire or something like disastrous <laughs> yeah. was going to happen. Well, if you were worrying about that, I can't imagine what you felt oh. <laughs> before the wrestling oh, yeah. match. <laughs> oh, yeah. But okay, but before we get to that, so the whole point is Zach believes that there's this wrestling training camp. Wait, so, we didn't. We never even talked about the ending romance corner of this. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We okay. didn't finish that corner. Come back I, over here with me. But I almost feel like we need to get to the end to really like, oh, okay. wrap okay. up okay. romance corner. You know what I mean? You're right. Because the the ending is a, to is be a, continued. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode. <laughs> so you know, Zach is trying to get to this wrestling training camp that he believes still exists, and you know, I think us as the viewers kind of know in the back of our minds, like it's not really there. Like we know there's going to be a moment of disappointment. Mm-hmm. And so when they finally get to the place that Zach believes his camp is, and it's a trailer, and enter Saltwater Redneck, Thomas Hayden Church, mm-hmm. we feel that slight disappointment. Like Saltwater Redneck actually agrees to like say hi to Zach and like introduce right. himself. But then they And leave. we knew this was coming from a mile away. Like yeah, the fact yeah, that like, <laughs> yeah. he watches an old like 80s VHS. Right. Like we're pretty sure that he's going to show up and there's going to be nothing there. Right, and and that comes comes through. But they did find the saltwater redneck, but they leave and nothing happens. And I just have to say, a scene later, when they're walking down a field and the saltwater redneck comes driving up in his car, it is like joy. Yes. <laughs> just pure yes. joy as the viewer. To say, thank you, saltwater redneck, for just doing it. Right. Thank you for just playing along. Saltwater redneck, it's you. Hey. Hey. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm so happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. I, I told you. I told you. I told you. He's real. That is like, oh, man, you are a hero, Saltwater Redneck <laughs> yes. or Clint or whatever. Yes. And I was so, like, that was probably my top moment of him like, hey, you want to, like, learn some things? Right. And Zach turns around and kind of has a flourish of his hands and goes, see, I told you he was real. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he, like, points to him in the car. That might have been my peak moment of the whole movie of, like, I love this movie. Yes. <laughs> that is such a payoff. You follow that up. With not three minutes later, them talking about him actually wrestling in a match. Yeah. And my heart went from sky high to crashing through the floorboards because I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Is this going to – are we going to find out that the Saltwater Redneck is trying to exploit Zach in a match? See, I I never believed that. And I thought maybe – You knew that Clint was good through and through. Are you a good guy or a bad guy? Are you the good guy or a bad guy? No. What you think? You are a good guy. I mean, if you're gonna get dressed up in your old wrestling gear and drive yeah, you're your right, beat up you're old right, car, right. I should have like, known. No, no, I've, I felt good about him, and I was like, well, maybe they'll just have him wrestle somebody who's going to throw the match, which is how they're setting it up, Uh which that other tall wrestler dude, you know, even as they're driving to the wrestling match that Zach is about to fight in, it kind of looks like a comedic scene where you have Tyler, Eleanor, and the big guy in the back seat. Like, it looks funny. And they're even saying, like, you're going to throw the thing, right? Like, you're going to throw the match, just go easy on him. And so I almost believed that that was going to happen. They were going to go easy on him. When they actually get in the ring, and that big guy actually starts beating Zach up. Yep. Nate, how did you feel in that moment? Not good. Not good. Definitely did not feel good. Okay, so at this moment, Tyler has handcuffed Eleanor to the car. 
Oh, that's and nice. we have not talked about like I'll call them the two like river rats <laughs> of fellows who were just yes. slimy dudes. They've been chasing have been, Shia LaBeouf the whole movie. They have been chasing him with the accuracy of Sherlock Holmes and Watson. They, re- <laughs> they talk to the exact kid that he punched in the face, and they right. They like see the campsite and like smell the peanut butter jar, and like <laughs> it is like they are searching down. They are just like Batman finding, trying to find the joke out there he's like wolverine yeah i yeah. was like how are these guys so like good at tra- at tracking I, I guess they could smell fish from a mile away so what happens is zach's being beaten up in the ring the guy who's supposed to throw it all of a sudden is like just a bad dude calling him the r word etc right eleanor is handcuffed in the car the the two bounty hunter river dudes are yeah. showing up they're about to and it's like kill oh, man, shia yeah. Right, to kill Shia LaBeouf. And I, the whole time I thought, like, I mean, I'm okay if Shia dies. I mean, like, I'm okay <laughs> if Tyler dies. It's fine. But, like... Not Zach. That's going to really hurt Zach. Right. Yeah. Really yeah. hurt Zach. So, I, you know, they, a couple times in the movie, they allude to this idea that Zach is very strong. Like, almost, you know, right. super... He's all muscle. strong. Yeah, yeah. He's all muscle. And so I feel like... I had this thought, maybe when he gets into the wrestling ring, he will actually just clobber whoever's in there. Right. And so as he's actually in the ring and Zach is getting beaten up by this guy, I don't want this to be how it ends. And so we come to this climax where the movie goes into the super slow-mo and we see the two guys running at Shia LaBeouf about to clobber him. Eleanor's trying to run and warn Shia LaBeouf. And in a final moment, as Shia LaBeouf, Tyler, is trying to encourage Zach, Zach literally picks the other guy up over his head, and then proceeds to throw him out of the ring, which that special effect was a little a little rough. Okay, so <laughs> that's, yeah, the, let's talk about that for just a second. Yes. Because that's, I feel that feels very important to me. It was so comically done Yeah. that I thought to myself, maybe this is just a dream. Like, maybe this is how, well, we're about to see, like, how, from zach's eyes how he thought it ended Mm. sort of thing and we're going to find out later like that's not what happened right i don't think that's what they were doing i think we are actually meant to believe that he did throw him is that correct i think so and and listen i imagine there's a large challenge of trying to do that shot in extreme slow-mo with Zach actually looking like he's picking up this guy and this guy and actually a guy on a him. wire. Yeah, like that, I understand that's probably a very challenging scene to film, but the guy flying through the air specifically was very weird. Yeah, if they meant it to be realistic, that was not that way. I mean, like right. he threw, he flew off when he threw him like a paper airplane floating <laughs> through the sky. Yes, like stiff like as he was a about to go too. fifty feet in the air. Yes, yeah. Also, but at the same time, it was extremely satisfying knowing Zach might have just won the fight. Right. But we never see him land, and we never really see the end of that. Right. The next scene is in the hospital. Well, I assume the way that it all ends is, is Tyler gets clobbered with a crowbar or something like that in the back of his head. A yeah. Tire iron. Tire iron to the head, yeah. Right. I assume the whole match stops, and whoever... You know, they all jump on the guy who did the the murdering or the yeah the, clob- the clobbering the clobbering. It's clobbering time. Right. But then I imagine Zach never got his moment of glory, having won. Oh, Maybe. I'm sure he thinks back on it a little bit. <laughs> Maybe, but still, like I wanted to see it. Just me, just personally. 
Like I almost wish you wanted to see they, you wanted to see that big guy laying on the ground defeated. Yes, I wanted to see that, and maybe as everyone is cheering, then Shia LaBeouf gets clobbered. I don't know. I, I feel like I was a little bit robbed of the movie, and I'm, I'm sure it did it on purpose. I mean, obviously, it did it on purpose. But then we're like. 45 seconds from the end of the movie at this point mm-hmm. because we see them in the hospital. It we're, ends in a hurry. We're not, yeah, it ends in a big hurry. We're not sure who's in the hospital. You know, I, I wasn't sure if they were there for the big guy or Shia LaBeouf. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all cared very deeply for that guy all of a sudden. <laughs> and then we go from the hospital to a car mm-hmm. that Eleanor is driving. Zach is in the passenger seat and we see a welcome to Florida sign on the road. Yep. They wake up Shia LaBeouf in the back seat, who's all black and blue, and then the movie ends. Yep. And that's it. Trivia point. It was suggested by executives that Tyler not be in the back seat of the car at the end of the movie, indicating that Tyler did not survive. The directors immediately dismissed this idea. I'm glad he was in the car. I would not have enjoyed the ending as much if he yep. had died. I hope you're about to talk about what I think you're about to talk about. Well, there's a couple things. I, I just want to know from you, did you find the ending satisfying? No. Yeah. But here's why. I mean, I find it satisfying as a... I mean, this is... It's said over and over again. This is a modern Mark Twain kind of tale. This is Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer kind of thing. As the end of a a kid's book or like an adventure tale, it has kind of fairy tale qualities. Yeah, it's great. They're heading to Florida, the land of opportunity where Stephen (laughs) lives. You know, it's amazing down there. Uh Uh-huh. But as the end of a movie that deals with, you know, kind of the troubling nature of mental health care and, right. you know, how she works for a, a guy who's more concerned about getting back a flight risk than actually helping out the, the, the guy, helping yeah. out Zach. Right. It left me with more questions than it answered because I kept thinking, like, so are they all on the run because at this point in time, like, or did she like adopt Zach? Is is are they like? Yeah. Did she do that? They talk about paperwork early on, and it's sort of like dismissed. Like, huh? You know, you don't need to do all this. Like, do some living sort of thing. But now that you all three of you are together, I'm not cool with you all being uh, like on the outside of the law here. Right. Even if the the law is unjust here, I'm worried about you. Uh, bringing Zach on a, you know, hiding the rest of your life and changing your names or whatever, living in backcountry Florida. But I, yeah. I I think I would have liked her to show that, like, she's done some things to be like, hey, I quit that that terrible job with that bad boss, and I have, you know, brought you in in my family. Yeah. I don't know, like, the clean legal way to end it, <laughs> you know, if there was... Right. You know, there, may, there may be, maybe there isn't, and maybe they just realize, you know what? This is kind of has that storybook quality, adventure quality. We're just going to be like, this is the next part of the adventure. Right. I mean, I guess if it was the real world, like Eleanor and Tyler have to get married and they illegally adopt Zach. How do you do that after being fugitives for right. a couple of days? I don't know. And I'm not sure if, I mean, like, is Tyler a fugitive? No, I guess he's he's not. I was thinking I more. Mean, he burnt down, I guess he burnt someone else's property. Yeah, you can't prove that. Can't prove that. No. And I mean, Eleanor, you know, I guess you could say like, well, I found him. And then Tyler kind of took us hostage. But then that has legal implications for Tyler. So I don't know. Like, Right. I mean, part of a manhunt's not Right. Great. If you think about it too much, it kind of breaks down. But yeah, as an adventure, I had a nice 
warm fuzzy seeing the three of them in a car heading yes. to Florida. Yes, absolutely. You just can't think about it after that. You can't think about exactly. <laughs> the implications. It's sort of, of the like future. this is not an equivalency, but it made me think about the end of Pirates of the Caribbean, mostly because there's an ad for Pirates of the Caribbean on the side of my IMDb right now. <laughs> but remember when Jack Sparrow gets in the little dinghy of a boat and he's got the at the end and he's pointing it, you know, he's the compass, pointing right? it towards the fountain of youth. He's yeah, got the yeah. compass. Right. And it's like he's and he starts heading out to sea, and you think, yeah. oh, that's great and all, but you're going to die out there. <laughs> you're actually not going to get anywhere in a tiny little sailboat and a compass. Right. But I like the idea, like, you're on to your next adventure. Yeah. So as long as you don't think about it too much, it's all right. Overall, I mean, this movie's only an hour and 37 minutes. Like, it's it's pretty tight. And I feel like maybe they could have added some scenes when Eleanor meets Tyler and Zach on the beach and maybe cleaned up the ending a little bit, too. And it might have brought it up. You know, it could have been a five out of five movie. I think. Right. And, 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 so finish to the romance corner here. Oh, so romance. Yeah. At this point, by the end of the movie, I believe Eleanor and Tyler. Yep. I do. I do. <laughs> Dude, I'm bought I didn't in. Believe it. I didn't yeah. believe it for the middle 70% of this movie. No, no. Well, but like yeah. him reaching up from the back seat and putting his hand on her shoulder and her like yes, as she's yeah. driving down oh, to Florida. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I believe that. I believe her concern outside the hospital room. I the first time I actually believed the the when it crossed over is after she was on the raft with them for a while, after the scene where Zach's head is going in and out of the water. They do like diving off this crane in the middle of the river, this kind of like playful let's, you know, Tarzan jump into the water. At that scene, like it was still too early to believe Eleanor was like totally enamored with Tyler. Right. But it was at that point that I started to believe the romance corner of the movie. Right. From that scene on, I was like, okay, I see the trajectory and I can get behind it a little bit. Right. And she sees the care he has for Zach. And I think that is... Right. That's big. Yeah, that's a big deal. Nate, we never did the Rotten Tomatoes of this movie. I peeked at the Rotten Tomatoes while I was watching this movie. So let me tell you something. I went into this movie having no idea what it was about. So imagine going into a movie going, it's called Peanut Butter Falcon, The Peanut Butter Falcon. (laughs) I had no idea what it was about whatsoever. I got 40 minutes in and I thought to myself, I'm not sure if Steven meant to give me this movie because it's bad, but I love this movie. So I had to. I was so curious. I had to go check the Rotten Tomatoes. So tell our listeners what the Rotten Tomatoes is. Audience and critics agree. In one of the rare instances of a movie, and both give it ninety six percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, high marks. Yep, yeah, and that's. I mean, this is quote unquote a movie. It has what you. It has what I desire in movies. It makes me think. It makes me laugh. I'm filled with suspense. It's all there. Yeah, characters I love. Characters I hate. Good guys, bad guys. It also applies to real life, which is always nice, you know. Right, it and it feels it feels like I walked away from it uh, a little bit more knowledgeable than I did before. Yeah, and honestly, I feel like I want to watch some of the interviews with Shia LaBeouf and Zach. I have not seen any. I haven't either. I feel like they would probably be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so I want to do that, and I'm also going to send you uh, a video, Nate, and I'll put it in the show notes for our listeners. But this is uh, it's called Shia LaBeouf Live. Rob Cantor. Okay. And uh, okay. it is the actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf song. Wow. Okay. Well, I will just say, before when I would see a movie starred Shia LaBeouf, I would probably avoid it mm-hmm. because I didn't have high hopes for it. After this movie, I will actively uh, now, yes. look for the next Shia LaBeouf movie and see, can he do another performance like this somewhere else? Because I would love to see that because it's pretty great. 
Yep. Agreed. Well, listeners, tell us what you thought. Comment on our Instagram at Movies on the Side. You can also tweet at us and post on Facebook, Movies on the Side, both of those places. If you would, give us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. That'll help us climb the ranks and get more get discovered by more movie lovers like you. Oh, and you can also catch our bonus episodes. Nate and I actually had a lengthy bonus episode this week. We're talking about important stuff like self-awareness and children. So you should check that out. You can listen to all our bonus episodes with a donation of any amount at patreon.com slash movies on the side. You can also click support the show link in show notes. And as we always say, I'm going to give you all my wishes for my birthday. (laughs) He improvised the line... When Zach Efron says, what's the first rule? Wait, you said Zach Efron. What did you mean? Oh, did I say Zach? <laughs> yes, you really did. So do oh, that no. again because that's, that's really good. Okay. <laughs>